Welcome to Nerds Geeks in a Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast that's like hanging out at the video I'm store. I'm too tired to mm-hmm. interrupt you. Yeah, they're you know. already the energy today. Something going right? on, but we're gonna we're still gonna do this, and okay. by the end, we're gonna be even better friends. Absolutely, I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, my name's DK. I'm Chris, your other host. Prove if you feel like it. There you go. Okay, um, you get it's it. Just some advice for you. Right. Uh, hi everyone. It's been a couple weeks. We, boy, we've been busy. Chris has been all over the dang United States of America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had a birthday and I just feel Actually, like I've we've been... technically both. Oh yeah. You did too. Yeah. The day yeah. before. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, it's just been a wild couple weeks. Speaking of which, I'll just get it out of the way. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. The Volume two. Birthday present. Yes, very much. Appreciated. So, uh, yeah. I... also, well, I don't have yours in here, but you, you provided me with an excellent strongman figure. <laughs> strong guy. Sorry. Strong, strong guy, guy. Strong guy. Uh, strong guy from the 90s X Men. Uh, what, what was that line called? Um, I don't remember. But anyway. Yeah. You know the one. If you're listening to this, you know the one. So, but it definitely was it. You know, and it's a. I think it's vintage. What ninety six? Right around the figure. So Um, much appreciated. But but it is definitely the the, same one I had as a child that I broke. Yep. So it's cool to see him in one piece. (laughs) On my travels, I visited a couple of uh, shops and found it. So uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty uh, apropos for you to. Yes, I I very much enjoy. So thank you. Um, well, this kind of leads me into another thing that I got for my birthday that I've been reading. Uh, I got together with Bones from the Five Day Rentals podcast. He came right. to he came to my little kid together. You were out of oh, town. You were yes. invited. I know I was. You were out of you were out of town. I was in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana at the time. Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Bones provided me with some very interesting graphic novels, and it's the first three of these. The Department, of, Department Truth. of Truth. Yeah. Um, this is volume one. He gave me the first three, like I said. Uh, I've read this one, and I'm halfway through the second one. Okay. I uh, I really wasn't sure. I, I had read a little bit about what it was before, like I knew what it was, but I, I really hadn't looked into it too much. Right. It is an interesting concept that at first... So, like, when I first read what the concept was, like, when I first, like, it's in the first few pages of the book, it tells you. Yeah. I was kind of like, is that what it is? Like, is that this whole thing? But then as it as it goes, it gets more and more obvious that it's not just this one thing. Right. And that there is this side narrative that's really interesting with the main character. And that it is somehow making a statement about, I, I think it would be easy to look at it because it is a little bit political, probably. Right, but but maybe less political and more just politics. Like does, I, don't, I don't know if that makes sense. It it's, it doesn't seem to be like choosing a side or anything. It's like, hey, here's some things from political history. Right. Here's some some added context that we've made up to uh, you know make you think a little bit. Right. So um, it's almost like adding a little extra nefarious intent behind politics well some of it is and, and some and like, of it isn't. yeah right the whole, the whole point i'll just tell you this brief thing because this is in the first few pages of the book right right the concept is that if enough people believe in a conspiracy theory or even in a thing that makes it real 
it makes it real. Um, so the main character is flown in a plane to the uh, edge of the world because guess what? Enough people believe it's flat now. And so they've found the edge. Um, and so what this Department of Truth is, is that they try to correct these strange um, conspiracy theories, basically. Right. All, it's all about conspiracy theories. So it's not just political things, but it's also It's kind like, of an x filish uh-huh yeah it's so. a lot like the x-files um it even it even like there's a smoking man and there's a the, the the head of the department is a very famous figure from history who you'll definitely recognize mm -hmm. when you read it you know um and so i'm not like um i'm not huge into like political or like governmental history or whatever you know it's, right. it's fine I, but I, so at first at first i was like i don't know if i'm gonna like really, like when I really got into it, I was like, if this is all it is, I don't know if I'm going to love it. But I'm telling you, like as I went, as I went, it, it gets better and better. And I would, it would be a great TV show. Yeah, it would be it's, a very good TV show. It, you know, I I know of it. I haven't read it all mm -hmm. at all, but it kind of reminds me if you combined X Files with the single story from Sandman. What is that? The Dream of a Thousand. What was it? A the Cats one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think of the concept of that. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, you know, you're right. It's exactly that. So, and uh, it's it's. I I think one way you could put it is it's like Men in Black meets X Files, right? Because they are this secretive gov government agency. Well, I mean, that, isn't that kind of the same? Just one well, has cooler but, toys. Well, but X Files is not covering <laughs> things up. They're trying to expose things. Really. Right? No, I know, I know. But but this Department of Truth is like murdering people. Unless and, you're uh, the smoking man, then you're trying to cover it all up. Yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't but, like the Denver Broncos. <laughs> That's really specific. But I wanted to thank Bones for this because, again, yeah. I really wasn't. I was excited to read it. I really was, right. and I was like, "Oh, cool." Um, but then when I first started reading it, I was like, "I don't know if I like where this is going." And then it goes into this other plot that I really, really like. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see how it finishes. It, it delves into some satanic panic stuff from the '80s, and I was like, "Oh, okay." This is why now, this now was recommended to me. Now you're hooked. And, yeah. and so far, Bones, it's a bullseye. So awesome. really cool. Yeah, awesome. uh, really, really cool. Uh, it almost makes me like it more, the fact that I was like drawn in. Like I was like, yeah, okay. And then I was like, I don't know. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, good call, Bones. Thank you very much. Uh, really enjoying it so far. I'll, I'll give you an update as I finish them. Yeah. But uh, I would definitely recommend at least the first one. To uh, see if you are into it or not. Definitely. Definitely. And again, I think it would make an excellent like mini show. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Put well, on, we won't uh, get any HBO kind of new series for quite a while. So. Because the writer's strike. Yeah. And it sounds like at the end of the month, the uh, actors may be on strike as well. I heard. Yeah. So they're talking that we may not have anything even getting remotely started until November, October, mm -hmm. November. Yep. So that means there's going to be a lot of classic old movies at the theaters, which is fine by me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And speaking of classic old things at the theater, we have Indiana Jones to talk about later right, in the show. Right. Um, did you, have you seen anything else since we talked last? Yeah, I did see Sound of Freedom. I mean, it's not kind of the usual movie we talk about. I don't but, know what it is. What is it? Okay. Um, basically, it's a, it is a dramatization bio of a, a guy named tim ballard 
who goes in, he used to work for uh, Homeland Security. And his job would be to basically go in undercover and um, arrest pedophiles oh. and child trafficking. Oh, God. Okay. I mean, it's a heavy movie. It really is. But I, you know, a lot, I know there's a lot going on with critics going, oh, it's a faith based movie. I've seen it. I mean, you know, as a person of faith, no, it's not a faith-based movie. It's from a studio, that is, but it's got Jim Caviezel. I don't know if I know that name right off the Jesus top of my head. Jesus from Passion of the Christ. Oh, okay. Count of Monte Cristo, uh, you know, tons and tons of stuff. He's got a hell of a face. So yeah. maybe it is like a face-based movie. <laughs> yeah, face-based, <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, it goes and shows that he, you know, the guy basically... Quinn is Homeland Security job to go after to be able to actually not just arrest the pedophiles, but rescue kids from child trafficking. Mm. Okay. Uh, is it, you know, something that's not talked about in the media very much at all, you know, and uh, it's a good movie. It's not graphic. It is intense. And I mean, I was in a theater that, you know, there was a lot of people with tears in their eyes watching this movie so but i recommend anybody you know not young kids obviously but i recommend anybody going to see this movie and this movie outperformed on its opening uh indiana jones what and indiana oh. jones is in twice as many theaters as this and actually uh still going now per theater it's doing more than Indiana Jones. Indy, Indy is in 4,600 theaters, including IMAX. And because uh, I wrote this down because I wanted to. Uh, yeah, it's in 4,600 theaters and, and including IMAX theaters. And, and uh, Sound of Freedom is in like 2,800 now in open net, about 2,600. Um. It's doing almost twice, like three thousand dollars more per theater than Indiana Jones. Okay. And this was this was originally this movie was owned by Fox, and uh, when and it was this was done like five years ago, right before the uh, acquisition, or it was made, but it was originally done by Fox. But when Disney took over with Fox and everything else. They kind of buried this movie and not releasing it. So huh. the creator of the movie bought it back and finally found a studio to release this movie. Uh, sorry, I'm just reading some things. About no, that's it. fine. No, uh, absolutely. I'm looking at the box office. Yeah. It's done 27, uh, 27 million. Right. Uh, domestic. And, that, and it's not. Indiana Jones is at 102 million, but it's right also now. in twice as many theaters and it has been on twice as saying. long. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and uh, it's and it also has an international market that this movie isn't. This is strictly in the U.S. Yeah, worldwide, Indiana Jones is at 172 million. Right, so and just, for the if you, right, go I was just from, trying to get my head around what you were telling me. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, but opening day from opening day of this movie through. To, you know, the last recorded amount of time, Indiana Jones with being in almost twice as many theaters has only done $3 million more 
than this movie has. Interesting. So I don't know. The, the things I'm seeing online make me nervous about this movie. I'll just tell you that. What I, I, honestly? What are they? What are you seeing well, online? I'm seeing phrases like QAnon going around. See, that's that's all bullshit. It's, I don't know. That's yeah. I mean, I've watched the movie. There's nothing. All right. All right. That's okay. I mean, there, there's hey, nothing. You liked about, it. You liked it. Hey, that's I cool. did, and and there's been a ton of people that aren't just, you know, and like I said, people say it's faith based. It's not. There's two well, I did see a quote that, where he said, yeah, uh, something like God's children are not for sale or something. Well, I mean, one okay. line doesn't make a faith-based movie. I, 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 don't, I know. I'm, I'm I know. not here to debate this. No, I know. But I'm just all. saying. These, I haven't seen I, the movie. I've read some of this stuff and, mm. you know. All right. Uh, well, anyway, people should make their own goddamn decisions. That's what I'm saying. No. Whether they should see it or not. Right. So there you go. Uh, okay. I haven't seen anything else in the theater. I don't yeah. think. Has there been? No, I don't think I saw anything else. I saw a bunch of things at home. Yeah. For uh, for my birthday, I got a, it's like a Hammer Horror Classics collection. Right. But it's like, these are maybe not movies that, you know, even if you're just casually aware of Hammer, you might not know. Right. Some of these. So like I watched... One called the dark, the dark, the old dark house. I'd I've heard of it, but I never. Title, but yeah. yeah, I think it's I've a remake. Title, but I haven't. Apparently, it originally was in the '30s, and then came. This one's later. Okay, um, '60s, I guess. But uh, I thought it was going to be like sort of like House on Haunted Hill. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was like a weird comedy. Like <laughs> I, I, it wasn't. I, I, it, not that it was bad. I was expecting something else. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting like a weird like. I was expecting like a gothic mystery in what, an old house. Was the original like an Abbott and Costello one or something? I think it was like that. Um, I don't I know. I mean, I'm not saying necessarily, but I mean, that kind of. The original one was from 32. Yeah. And it was, let's see here. Oh, Boris Karloff is in it. Okay. I might like the original one more <laughs> the, <laughs> because this, the later one is a little, it's like, it's goofy. Right. Um, and I like Goofy, but it just seems like it's a little almost it, it, too. It almost feels like it could be like uh almost like um Andy Griffith show. Like I was gonna say, like more of a TV kind. It's like a TV thing. Yeah, it's it, it just doesn't have the uh, atmosphere or whatever, and it's like. Clearly, like a, a crappy old set, and uh, well, there was stuff I liked, and there's some funny performances, right. and it, it, the whole thing feels like um, like a '90s like uh, full motion video video game gotcha. where everyone's acting their asses off, right? Ma- like community theater style, <laughs> and, uh, the, and every every character has like one right one thing. Yeah. And so, like, one guy's thing is, I like guns. And the other guy's thing is, I'm building an ark outside because the world's going to end. And another guy's thing is, uh, oh, the one lady's thing is that she's horny. <laughs> it's like, it's just one of those things where every character, that's whatever. Anyway, I didn't love it. But I also watched one called The Gorgon. Okay. Have you seen The Gorgon? I hadn't seen it before. I hadn't seen it, but I've heard the name as a movie from yeah. Hammer. Uh. Is that a, I, is, is it a 70s? 64. Oh, 64. Okay. Um there it has it has my boys 
Cushing and Lee. Okay. Uh, and I have to show you a picture. Okay. Let me, let me find it here. The Gorgon. I, there's. I, I want to show you what Christopher Lee looks like in this movie. Oh, good God. And I want to see if you react the same as I did. See if I can get this blown up. Come on. Give me a bigger give me a bigger one than that. I should have had this prepared. It's it's pretty funny to me. It's fine. No, no, no. Okay, here we go. Uh I can just here we go. Okay. I'm gonna share my screen. Okay. And here it is. <laughs> That's what Christopher Lee looks like in this movie. Okay. Does he look like anybody specific to you? You might not be able to tell from this. Yeah. Hang on. He he looks like Sam Elliott. Doesn't he? Yeah. He totally looks like Sam Elliott. <laughs> like one of the pictures over here on the on the side, the gray one. The black and white one. This one here? Yeah. Dude, it might as well be <laughs> Sam Elliott. <laughs> Let's get this remade with Sam Elliott in it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that alone was worth the price of admission. I really yeah. enjoyed that. But so like Peter Cushing, by the way, has like a cool. He has like the Wolverine, the shaved chin, but then it, the, uh, the the cool ass chops. The handlebars. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he looks cool. He's like kind of the bad guy, but kind of not. He's like an ambiguous. Anyway, there's there's been a bunch of murders and people right. are turning up and they're, they've been turned into stone. Full, full turned <laughs> right. into stone. That's and funny. Like my question was like, though there's been murders, they're bringing in these bodies. They're fully stone. How do you know it's not just a sculpture? There's no way to know. <laughs> like there's literally no way to know. Did you see the bodies? No. Did they show statues. You, they just you see like it's a full stone person laying oh. on the on a stretcher. I was gonna say if you never saw it, maybe no. it was just you know. No, no, it's you, the see, 60s. you see the bodies. Yeah. Okay. You do see I would the say it is the sixties, so it may be another stone they're talking about. But the fa- oh, I see. <laughs> but the fact you know? that they just go, oh look, it's a full statue version of uh, you know this person. They must have been turned to stone. It doesn't make <laughs> any have. sense. <laughs> It's wild. But anyway, because actually, in the 60s, we didn't have anything, any kind of ability to make statues like that. Well, and this was also, uh, I think it takes place, I think the year is supposed to be like 1910. Either okay, way. Because 1910, we didn't have the ability to make statues. Uh, yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> I just like, there's one very obvious thing that I was like, what? <laughs> Why did no one think of this? And the movie doesn't address it. I'm sure they could have found some simple line of dialogue. Like, All they oh, had well. to say was this person was missing and this statue looks exactly like this person yeah, in a horrifically twisted way. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's, this is there for sure. This is the body. It's fully yeah. stoned now. <laughs> okay. Okay. But it turns out that there's a Gorgon lady and she's got Medusa hair and it's cool. Gotcha. Anyway, that was fine. Uh, I'm sure I've seen some other things, but I, I did rewatch uh, Renfield. I didn't like it. I, I still didn't. didn't. I still didn't like it. Hmm. I tried to give it a second chance. Thought I was missing something, and 
I like well, the cage scenes. I like. I was just saying that he's he's the only thing really I appreciate in that movie. Yep. Honestly, well, I love all the throwback. Hey, well, let's recreate the scenes from OG Dracula. I would have been. I would have loved. Yeah. A movie that was just that. If they just shot for shot. Yeah. Remade Dracula, but let him do all the Dracula. That would have been really fun. But. Well, we're getting a good remake of a Dracula movie coming soon. So I'll be. The, uh, the Voyage of the Demeter. <laughs> right. Is that what the, you're talking about? No, Nosferatu. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the that's... William Defoe. Yeah. Next year, right? Yeah. It's cool that it's finally happening. Yeah. So. And is he playing uh, Shrek? Yeah, I think oh, that's so. Interesting. Interesting. I'm pretty I mean, sure that's. This won't be his first time. No, no. I should I say Orlock, that's what it was. Yeah, not Shrek, Orlock. but Orlock. Shrek is the yeah. man who played Orlock. Right, right. Whatever he's playing, he's yeah. playing Shrek. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, I don't double. You know, you may have to double check me on that. One. I'll find out when but I, I thought, find out. Yeah. I'll let the information come because I haven't because I haven't even seen really any other than the fact oh. that they're working on it. Oh, yeah, I don't think they've done anything with it. Uh, you mentioned this Rebel Moon teaser. Yes, I have it pulled up. Okay, you would like to do that? We can do that now. Yeah. We'd like to react to this. I have not seen this. Yeah, uh, I've seen some still images of it. I saw they have. There's another one that's like a behind the scenes kind of thing. Like an introduction, but I haven't seen the actual this trailer trailer. Okay. So all right. Well, here it is. Uh let's check it out. Okay. Okay. To me it looks like a, a little like Halo. Especially with that music, real quick. With oh, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that synth. All right. Space, the final frontier. Is that the... Uh, I like the design of the ship. Is that the Mandalorian ship? <laughs> it's pretty rough if that's... Burr, a... burr, 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 burr. <laughs> so far, it's a movie about spaceships. That's the guy that doesn't know who Star Lord is. Yeah. <laughs> and King Arthur. King Arthur? Yeah. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Okay. So is it the people in the village trying to defend the village? No, this is actually. Oh, there's a... more to the teaser. Yeah. Hang on. Sorry. Okay. Oh, shift again. Why 
would it want me to see that? <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Yeah. This is a almost Snyder's homage to Lucas's Star Wars to a degree. Okay. So I know there's not much. The, the behind the scenes thing that I saw showed a little bit more of stuff going on. It's, it doesn't just take place in on that moon, quote unquote moon mm, okay. farm, you know. Uh, I actually saw today and I'm kind of impressed with this because Honestly, this George had it in his head. He didn't write it down. And you know me, I'm not a Snyder stand by any stretch of the imagination. Sure. But he wrote a 450 page Rebel Moon, technically like Bible, mm -hmm. detailing all kinds of lore and, and backstory to, I guess, there's uh, an evil Imperium. You know, you can't use ah, empire. An so. empire of yeah. sorts. Uh, and they're they're led by an emperor, right? right. And uh, but his, uh, his buddy well, is I mean, dark but let's father. be honest. Let's go, <laughs> Dune, John Carter. You know, I mean, any. I'd rather not go, John Carter, oh, if you don't mind. <laughs> no, the books, not the movie. I still don't really care. Have you read the books? They're, I've seen some of the comics. That's. It's like he goes to Mars, and yeah. then there's a lady with a bunch of boobs. And arms. There's at least a lot of arms. Involved. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the written story is a lot better. Okay, anyway, I, I believe you. I haven't read it. Anyway, he's set like, you know, the stories that he's written out in the in the history of it. He's done like way before and way after because this is going to be a two movie hmm. uh, thing, and I guess they're they're like two and a half hours long each. Okay. So it'll be on Netflix. Do which we know if, when? Do we have a date? Did it say uh, that? No, it's not until next year. Next year? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Everything that I've seen is, you know, and all the things that I've heard about it, it's almost the Star Wars we should have got for the sequels. I didn't get any, I didn't get any, like, um, I didn't feel anything from that teaser at all. Well, as I said, that's but. there's not much. It just sets like a... You know, an intensity kind of thing. There wasn't hardly anything on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it. So, so we'll we'll definitely cover it. I've I uh, oh, I'm interested in anything uh, we can get our hands on like that. Yeah. So perfect. It's it's well within the wheelhouse. Yeah. So let, we'll check it so out. It looks kind of interesting. And I just thought it was interesting. You know, because even George didn't do that for the original. You know, Star Wars, mm -hmm. A New Hope. He had it in his head, but he never wrote it down and had all the backstory and all like years before and years after his yeah. initial thing. So that was kind of interesting and maybe, yeah. maybe kind of laying the groundwork if it is successful that, you know, nobody can say, well, we don't have any kind of, you know, stories to go off of. Oh, I see. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you want to, do you want to talk about Kathleen Kennedy for a while? Not yet. <laughs> no, later, yet. or later. Yeah, right. yep, yep. Uh, the only other thing that I did, um, I don't know. Have you watched any of the Superman and Lois? Yes, we watched. Wait, hang on. The anime? No. Oh, we watched the anime yesterday. The, the CW. No. It's actually really good. I've had one person tell me that it's great. Now, two I'm not going to go great. I'm not going to go great, but of what they put out lately, is it, it better than Lois and Clark? Yes. 
Wow. You yeah. won't, okay. But it's hard to beat the the, the Dean Kane fuck. I, I I mean, there's <laughs> one, and I think I may have talked about this before. There's one episode that he is just being a dad. Mm-hmm. And there's this guy who's a drug dealer and bad guy in town, like beats his son up and steals his car. And Clark finds out about it. And on, it does beats, it, it be, he beats, beats up Clark's his, son? Yeah. Is he not a super person? Mm-mm. Not yet? One of them. One of well, them's not. Is it one is and one isn't? Kind of, yeah. Okay. So he he you know, beats him up, steals his car. Well, Clark goes to confront him as a dad, not yeah. as Superman. Super dad. And beats, and I mean, he really doesn't even do more than, you know, like, I would go to somebody and <laughs> beat the shit out of him to, you know, the guy tries to hit him and he like pushes him and kind of like the uh, Man of Steel, remember the truck driver? Oh, yeah. Man of Steel. Does he just grab his hand? Well, no. He grabs him basically by his hand and grabs him by the back of the shirt and slams him on the counter. You know, and basically tells him, if I ever catch you doing anything to anybody in town again, I'm coming back and I'm not going to be as nice. (laughs) All right. So, I mean, the show actually gets you more interested in Clark than necessarily Superman. Okay, and, and unlike Smallville, which I love that series, even some of the goofy sure. special effects and stuff in sure. it. Sure, it was fun. I watched uh, the first yeah. handful of seasons for sure. Yeah, I've got them all on DVD. Smallville, Smallville, Smallville. Yeah, but anyway, this is you know, it when Superman is Superman, it's hard to do stories of just you know Clark to get you more interested in actually having like an emotional connection kind of to the character. Hmm. Um, But anyway, the last episode uh, of this season introduced Doomsday. Does the show have a lot of action? Yeah, it does. It does. And is it action okay? Or is it? uh... Yeah. I mean, especially for a CW, it's, it's not bad at all. I mean, it's not real cheesy, you know, think of, uh, Arrow, like the first couple of seasons, okay. Action wise, uh, okay. The action was fine, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I meant mm-hmm. action wise, okay. But uh, uh, anyway, they introduced Doomsday in, a, in a little bit different way. See, they, they left it as a cliffhanger. Well, he's not dead, he's never, he's gonna no, come back, no, but I mean, no, but he hasn't gone toe to toe with Doomsday yet. That, oh, okay. that would be the opening of the next season, okay. But is it confirmed I, that we will get it? There'll be another season. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it makes it kind of interesting, and I think what Snyder missed this show really did because it's like the potential aftermath. What? See, in my opinion, as you know, Doomsday as a villain is more of a plot point than per se a character. I fully agree. And in the comic, especially, yeah, there's not much to him. <laughs> he wakes up to him, yeah. and uh, does destroy things, and then right. So, and I think what made the death of Superman and the comics thereafter 
It was the Superman. Still good. Was the well? It was what happens after the aftermath. Yeah, uh-huh. the aftermath. His cape you know? on the thing, and then you right. see it blowing. And, and, and Lois holding, you know, holding his body with mm-hmm. Bruce and Diana standing there, you know. Mm-hmm. And then what? What goes on afterwards? I think this show sets up way better than what Snyder did, ever did on that concept mm-hmm. of Doomsday. Okay. Although I'm not a huge fan of the. How does he look? Have they really showed him? Kind of, if you imagine between, yeah. What's this show called? Uh, Superman and Lois. Superman and Lois. Yeah. He almost looks like a cross between the Smallville Doomsday and the Snyder Doomsday. Yeah, it looks like, I'll tell you what, it looks like Doomsday. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I mean. I think he looks more like Doomsday than the Snyder one. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. That's very funny. Because if you remember the Smallville Doomsday, he had the jagged spikes on his face, but it, I mean, it was more of a physical costume than it was a, you know, CGI. That Doomsday sucks. I'm sorry. It does. No, that it does. It's terrible. But I mean, wow. but the look on his, you know, if you look at the comic books, they tried to he do a like, physical version of the. Yeah. Because if you look at the Smallville one, they tried to do a physical version of the comic book, yeah. which just wouldn't, I mean, doesn't hard work, to do man. back then. Yeah, I mean, it really doesn't work. Yeah. And then I mean, the Batman vs. Superman one sucks, too. Yeah. <sighs> he it looks like so he easy. should be in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one seems Control. like a leather daddy. <laughs> the yeah. one from Smallville is like, I what's know. going on Yeah. Here? Yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. I'm, maybe I'll eventually get to that show. There's we only watched... three seasons so far, so okay. it won't take much to get okay. caught up. We watched the anime. Zora okay. is really into anime right now. She loves anime, mm-hmm. and so I said, "Well, there's this new Superman anime. We can try it." I don't. I didn't have any. I didn't know anything about it. I hadn't yeah, done any not, research. Not... I it popped up. It's like, hey, here's the first episode for free on YouTube. Check it out. And uh, I'm not saying it's something that I'm really into, right. but for for Zora, like I'm really glad that there's an anime that's this, yeah, that's the these characters and this story, and it it does seem to me like the perfect setup for an anime because right. it's like it really focuses on Clark and his dual identity, right. and he's trying to you know it's like the the first episode is his first day at the at the planet, yeah, right. So he's meeting Lois Lane and he's meeting Jimmy. Oh no, I guess he's roommates with Jimmy already. And um basically they uh they start to they it's the begin you and the first thing you see is him as a kid like learning his powers. It's cool. Right. But it, it like really seems like y- you could take the Superman out mm-hmm. and it would still be like an anime that people would like. Right. So it and it's well made, like the art is really good. Okay. Um and it's, I've checked the first episode out. It's what's his name as Superman, which may throw some people off, but I I like it because they're trying to make Clark. I think they're trying to make Clark a little less sure of himself and a little bit more. Right. You know he's he's sort of um, he hasn't been beaten down by <laughs> you know fighting villains. The, the weight of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So he's a little bit fresh faced, and he's uh, he, his attitude is a little, and he's just like optimistic and hopeful and wants to fit in and whatever yeah he wants to get a girlfriend you know that kind of thing right um and so he's played by is his name jack quaid it yeah. sounds it sounds like a Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah it's jack character. quaid no it yeah. is jack quaid um 
from the boys. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And he, I think he does okay as um, when you see the way they've Mark. drawn him. It, yeah. it does make sense. I've seen some screenshots. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah. But it's just like, uh, hey, we're in, uh, we're in Metropolis, and things are happening, and there's villain villains doing things, and it's an anime. Right. And Zora really seemed to respond. So, uh, you know, we'll probably watch the rest of it. I, again, it's not something I would watch. I probably wouldn't. Normally. Yeah. If she wasn't interested, I wouldn't watch more of it probably. But it it's just like a fun thing that we've been doing. So uh, right. we're going to keep watching it. That's cool. I recommend it if you want to watch an anime. What is it on after that first episode? HBO. Oh, okay. Yep. Two episodes are out currently and it's like a two-parter. Okay. Um. So, But we liked it. And it, it does do a lot of those like. It has some of those cutesy anime things that, right. like, when I was watching anime back in the day, I was like, "Oh, I hate those things." But now I'm just kind of like, "Oh, that's fun," because like this is a, this isn't like an intense story. Like some cutesy stuff fits in here, right? It, it, you know, whatever. So uh, you may like it, you may not, but we had fun. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah, cool. Uh, I don't think I've watched or read anything else that needs to be discussed before we get to although so you did you... tell me you finally finished midnight oh, suns i did finish marvel's midnight suns yeah it was a bit of a like i was at the end I, yeah i was literally on the last mission for a long time <laughs> so it's like you know it ended the way i thought it was going to end yeah there's not much to talk about i'm gonna play the dlc but i want the season pass but it's 50 bucks right now so i'll i'll wait for a sale it'll be um, on sale soon and i will uh I will probably continue with the rest because I did have fun. The gameplay is fun. I, I miss the game being like part of my day every day already. Right. Um, so like I want to go and there is a new game plus that seems cool. So you can yeah. keep playing. I, it seems like you can keep playing forever if you want to, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of add on stuff that. Mm -hmm. And then once you get into the DLCs, there's more to it yeah so yeah and then, I, I'm definitely interested. I, I will pick it up when I have uh, when I have a better sale on it. For sure. Like I said, you will probably the Venom animation on his card. Yeah. For the the Midnight Suns card will probably be your favorite. I'm guessing. Okay. All right. So I can't wait report. to see it. Once you get it, you'll have to report yeah, back to me. I can't wait to see it. So, well, do we hey, want to get into sure real quick at the end of the game? Yes. The the characters that it gives you are those the characters that you have the best relationships with. Yes. Are those preset? Oh, okay. Nope. So they're those are the best ones you have the the best relationships. With. Okay, it made sense because I was like, oh, I'm so glad it gave me these guys. But then yeah. I was like, hang on, D did the game know I wanted these guys? <laughs> I think the game knew I wanted these guys. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The ones you use that have the best relationship and use the most is what they give you. Awesome. I think I had like Ilyana, Captain America, Wolverine, and who else? I can't remember who the other. Maybe Ghost Rider. Okay. It gave me magic for some reason, which who I never really use. I mean, not magic. Um, uh, what's the other girl's name? I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. Oh, uh, Nico. Nico. Or, it gave yeah. me Nico, which I rarely took her. So I'm not really sure why hmm. it gave me her. But um, but then it gave me Cap right. and Blade and, and Spider-Man. So, you know. It worked well yeah. for the enemies I was fighting. Right. All right. 
Okay. You ready to do this Indiana Jones thing? As I'll ever be. <laughs> All right. Well, from here on out, it is Indiana Jones spoiler territory. The yep. Dial of Destiny. Um, I'm just going to come right out and say, like, I didn't love it. This is okay. I hated I, it. I didn't hate it. I did. I didn't. Uh, I would. I think we're really missing the Spielberg touch. Like I, I'm not, I'm not sitting here like going, Oh, I wish I could find something good to say. I have some good things to say about it, but uh, it, I feel like it's right out of the gate. The weakest it's like, I don't know. We, we've already got the, he's already aging and it's like kind of a bummer. Some of the things they do to him. It's like, I, I don't mean, want to see Indy having such a hard time. <laughs> like, at this point, in my opinion, there's only three Indiana Jones movies and an end ending with him riding off in the sunset. That's the best ending for sure. Although him getting married at the end of Crystal Skull is pretty good. It that's was a just, nice ending. It was just a not great movie. It was a I, nice ending. Yes, but it was just a not great. I really, really liked, and I mean really liked, the first 25 minutes or so. I loved that stuff. And I, yeah. the CG is a little wonky, but it's fine. Right. I can deal with it. Um, it I, I like Indiana Jones in a castle full of Nazis, having to fight Nazis and do a chase and a train and a motorcycle right. and all those fun things. I really think we're missing the Spielberg touch. It doesn't have the, the magical... Fun. It's missing well, the magical fun of the first three. And even a and lot of Crystal Skull. I really think even Crystal Skull is a better movie. I think even though as ridiculous as it was, the, the Crystal Skull, up to the point that he even like got out of the refrigerator. I don't mind I have, the fridge thing. No, I, really I, meant, I mean, up to, no, I said as ridiculous as it is. I didn't mind it. But mm -hmm. I'm saying the movie wise, after that, it was mediocre to me. Yeah, that's why I it's, liked. That's why. That's I mean. I liked the beginning in ranking too. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I liked you know the beginning with in the warehouse with the Russians. I love that stuff. You yeah. know, I love that part and all that. The very Spielberg there. opening with the people in the cars and the right. You know, it's got this vibe. I don't. It's hard to explain, but there's like a there's like a magical fun aspect to it. I mean, I don't let's know be any other way let's to be say honest. It. it had a little bit of that American graffiti. Yes. Beginning with that with that car race, Absolutely. You know. Yep. But uh yeah, the new one didn't have a whole lot of that. Um I thought the first maybe 20 25 minutes as much as the CGI was better in this one. It was just more you can see it more. You know, with the de-aging and stuff. Sure. I think it was a bigger drop off from that first like 20 minutes in this one than in crystal skull i see what you mean because like i don't mind the de-aging in fact like i'm in support of the de-aging i like that stuff and i'm the first person to forgive like oh look it doesn't look perfect but like we tried to we instead of recasting someone who like just no and that's what i'm same, saying you know even though it i i'm just saying you know compared to the rest of the movie that little bit you can tell i didn't mind it the action was pretty decent uh -huh. in that first 20 minutes of this one you know yeah, so I, liked, I was I okay first, with it. The first third of it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you something I, d I really did not like. And this Amy might Waller surprise Bridge. some. No, I think she's okay. Uh, she's horrible. I can't. She's more unlikable than Brie Larson. I don't feel that at all. Really? I do. Yeah. Yeah. 
I cannot. I don't know. And she, if she is supposed to like take over like the Laura Croft franchise, pretty much yet another franchise that's going to get shit canned. Has that been said? That's that's the big thing that she's in talks to be in charge of the uh, Laura Croft. In charge of or, or star in? Well, and it's a combination of both, possibly. I'm. I th- that seems more interesting to me than Angelina Jolie. No, God, no. Really? No. Okay. That's not Laura Croft. Laura Croft is Pixels. And? I actually, <laughs> I mean... I don't know. There's not much know, of a character to Laura Croft. Are you serious? I know. No, there's a backstory. Well, even look at, look at the, the, the latest one where they redid uh, What's-Her-Name. I haven't uh, seen anything beyond the first. Uh, well, Vikander is her name. Yeah, I think whatever. I haven't seen any. I haven't seen anything beyond the first one with Angelina. Those weren't bad. That one wasn't bad. I, I remember being in the theater going, okay. I, I mean, don't know. maybe it just wasn't for me. It's 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 an action movie, mm-hmm. you know that. Maybe I need to rewatch those honestly, but I I was never that. Hyped I mean, about Daniel it. Craig's in the second one. Is he really? Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know. Yeah. Okay. No, Daniel Craig's in the first one. Is he? Gerard, Gerard Butler's in the second one. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. But no, I no, I didn't hate her. I I thought she was fine. That's she wasn't my issue. I'll tell you the one thing I really didn't like though was the for some reason like all the things he's done and all the strange supernatural things, but the time travel I was like, God, I don't like this at all. No, I didn't. I didn't like, I didn't respond to that in the slightest. I just went, uh, I didn't want to go mean, here. Is it just strictly the time travel or are you kind of getting tired of the whole time stuff? Because it seems like that's the go-to in so many movies now. It's alternate universe, Here's time I, travel. Oh, uh, you know, it's I mean, like maybe there's some such an overused trope that it's it's to the point getting tiresome. Sure, but maybe there's some element of that. But for me... I was really hoping it was going to be if they were going to do time travel, something a bit more subtle. Like I really thought like, Oh, it could be misty and mysterious. And like we, they decide to turn back before they really discover where they are or when they are. And then maybe at the last second, they might see something that's hang on. Should that be there? You know, what, what year is it? What What's going on? You know what I mean? I thought it would be something way more subtle, but instead it's like, there he is, Archimedes. How you doing, bud? Like, I I didn't like that at all. It's like transport to the same time, you know, window or whatever. All of a sudden, Indiana Jones is like, I love this. This is my jam. And it's like, I've never heard you talk about Archimedes ever before this movie. No, no. (laughs) Even in in, any of the novels and comics, which, you know. Sure. I've gone through extensively because, you know, outside of honestly, outside of Star Wars and, and X-Men, Indiana Jones is probably right up there. Sure. And I think that's part of the reason why I hate this so much. I didn't hate it, but I did not love it. I did hate it. I, I, hated I feel it. like there's room for it to move up a little when I rewatch it through the Honest, years. No, God, no. There's no, no way. No. Okay. One, where was Short Round? It's a real missed sh- opportunity to deny. We should have had short round. No, I agree. Simple, sim- flat out simple. Mm-hmm. And even if you didn't want to have Shia LaBeouf anymore, 
Indiana Jones didn't know him until he was in his 40s. Mm-hmm. You know, to be completely distraught the way that he was. Well, I think it's because he, literally, he finally forms a family at the end of Crystal Skull. And they've been through all this stuff together. And they've probably become quite close after Crystal Skull. And then to lose him like that within the next 10 years is really tough. So I, I see why that. And actually, that but, all the, the, but all the loss that Indy's had and the tragedies he's gone through and the things that he's seen, do you really think this was would, the, would be the one thing that would make him become basically a loser alcoholic? But it's the combo. It's the divorce and it's the, it's the separation and it's the loss. It's all that stuff. It's not just that. But I mean, yeah, of course that would be enough. Absolutely. Yeah, I buy that completely. And I thought the scene, the scene when it finally gets revealed what happened was like one of my favorite scenes. It was, I was really. That's, that wouldn't be in at all. That wouldn't be in at all. Cause Amy, if anything, would compartmentalize that. Like I said, knowing the stories and stuff, it's just. He might be more sentimental in his older age. I don't know. I'm not saying. I know. You're totally wrong. I'm just saying I buy it. Well, I mean, this is just the, uh, you know, I mean, I, I <laughs> there's so many things I want to go off right now. How about when the kid <laughs> kills that guy? That is awesome. <laughs> I couldn't believe he did it. I was like, whoa. Well, it's like <laughs> you don't put short round in it, but you put a kid that's faux short round. Mm-hmm. Although I, mean, I thought he was good. You know, I thought he was good in the movie. He and was probably honestly he was probably the best character. I think Mads Mikkelsen was underutilized as a bad guy. He's a nerd. It doesn't He's a matter. He's a little nerd. And he was completely underutilized. You know, I can't stand Phoebe Waller Bridge. Best okay, mind you, this should have been in the four. Okay. Marion and Indiana Jones are happily married. He's finishing his last year, getting ready to retire. Okay? Uh-huh. His son comes back from Vietnam. Now, mind you, honestly, I was never a fan of Shia LaBeouf being Mutt. But we can recast that. Let's put Chris Pratt, who actually looks like oh, an adventurer. No, no, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Listen, hold on. No, listen no. to me. Listen to me. I don't listen. Want it. Listen to me. Take your personal feelings from him out of it. Okay. He comes back from Vietnam. Okay. He comes and, back as Chris Pratt. Well, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's right. just, I mean, yeah, we've war seen, changes the man. I mean, really. <laughs> How many times <laughs> have we had that? Have something. Come okay. back as a completely different person. Go on. Um, you know, he struggles with what he dealt with in the war, and you know, he reconnects with Marion and in Indy while Indy's working. Um, so Indiana Jones gets him a job at the university being like a security guard. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, one night he sees like some lights in like the antiquities room. Okay, so he goes to investigate and goes to confront the guy, and the guy's like ski mask, hood, whatever, looking for something. 
And he goes to, to like, grab him to stop him, and the guy kicks him in the nards. Okay. And I'm as he goes you. down, hold on, as he goes down, he pulls off his mask, and it's short round. Okay. And he says that he needs to find an artifact that he knows that he sent Mutt's father. So he's looking for this thing because his father, his adopted father, short rounds adopted father, is missing. And he got sent a letter that he has to get this piece from whoever abducted his dad. Okay. So Mutt takes short rounds. You know, he, he says and he knows his dad. So Mutt takes Short Round to Indy and tells it, you know, Short Round explains what's going on and everything else. And Indy's like, I'm I'm too old. I can't, you know, I'm to the point that I can't do this. And so Chris Pratt is like, well, Mutt, I'll just keep using Mutt since Thank you're you. anti. He's not my favorite. Anyway, he goes, well, I'll go. It's like, you know, as much as I... You know, I need something else. You know, I need more than just being a security guard. So Marion goes to Indy in a like a you know intimate moment and tells him, "Look, we just got your, our son back. We can't let him go. Do this alone. One last time. I know it's in your. You know, I know you're fighting against not going. This one last time. Well, they end up. You know." following all the, the typical indie maps and, you know, thing. And, and they're in Southeast Asia and they get to the point where they're supposed to meet up and find, and, you know, obvious fight scenes ensue in between. And they find short rounds dead. Then in turns is Jackie Chan. Okay. adopted father. All right. Well, they were, he was another, you know, archaeologist from China. I've seen Project A. Okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway, they find this, this, they combine the two halves because he had it hidden, even though he was abducted. So they go Is to this where, still the Dial of Destiny? No. Oh, okay. No, no. Anyway, and it's set a little bit earlier and not necessarily in the 60s. I would say in the 50s. Well, the it would thing have is, to with be, Harrison yeah. Ford's age, it yeah. almost has to be. Yeah. Well, anyway, you can still have it in the 60s. But anyway, there's still the factions of Nazis trying to, behind the scenes, go, you know. Anyway, when they combine it, it leads them to the lost city of Atlantis. Hmm. That was in one of the games, I think. Didn't they? Didn't he go was, to Atlanta? It was a whole novel. It was a novel. Oh, it was a novel too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, at this point, you know, the they're being tracked the whole time, and you know, chases and and the whole typical indie stuff. Well, they finally steal a, a sub and get down there, and even in Atlantis, you know, the whole time Harrison Ford's like, you know, this goes against everything that I've known. You know, Atlantis was always just, you know, fairy tale. Oh, it's definitely the right kind of thing for Indy to be involved in, for sure. Anyway, they get there, and there's some chambers that are actually still sealed off, you know. And there's a Knights Templar in there. 
No, and, and he's like, you want like, a drink? You know, even with yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, with you know, with their civilization, they still died. You know, there's like a chamber room with a bunch of, you know, skeletons of and all this technology and everything else. Well, the Nazis follow behind them in one of their big subs. And between it being unstable or whatever, they take and, you know, battle to get get out and try to, you know, because they wanted to just this to survive. Well, they end up getting out battle. Basically, barely get away while the city of Atlantis sinks to whatever crater below and crumble. Just, just escaping, and the Nazis going down with the city to you know to the point of a submarine implosion. Hmm. I see. <laughs> and you know, our heroes just get away, and then you know we cut back to. Being back in the university to Indy's house, you know, Jackie Chan getting ready to head back, you know, Indy finally getting fin final, uh, you know, itch scratched for that adventure. And Short Round and Mutt talk about what they can do to continue that there's other, you know, they found, let's say they found a book in Atlantis. That had all these other places around the world. Mm -hmm. And they want to continue. So Short Round is is the archaeologist. Mutt is the sidekick. The and muscle. we can have and we can yeah, and we can have four other movies if they're done right after that. Mm. Indy Indy lives happily ever after and gets to retire comfortably. And you know. The story per se can continue. Okay, you put a lot of thought into that. Yep, and that would have been a million times better than what we got. Well, why didn't you tell anyone this beforehand? Before because no one it. will listen. <laughs> they all want to put their bullshit. Kathleen Kennedy wants to self-insert her damn self in every freaking thing. So this would have never happened. Hmm. Well, I thought it was okay. I didn't love it. Not my favorite in the franchise. You know, least, just think of it this way, and, and what makes me the most angriest kind of about this is this is the shit we got to be basically Harrison Ford's last self, you know, solo action adventure movie. And what makes me even worse is this could be John Williams' last score movie. Ever. I thought his score was good. His I'm not saying high. no, I'm not saying that, but I mean this is what his career ends on. A flop of a movie. I don't I don't know. I don't it didn't feel like a flop to me. It didn't it just wasn't my jam. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I can't sit here and say, oh, it was terrible. It wasn't terrible. I can. I can. Okay. I didn't feel that you're, way. You're I, more forgiving than I am when it comes to to especially with fr franchises. Sure. I mean, I'm fine with taking it franchise in another direction as long as it has the the same heart. And this had no heart whatsoever. This was Tin Man in me. I agree that it didn't quite. I just didn't quite. I really think that the I, maybe the missing aspect was was Spielberg. I don't know. And, and I'm but. honestly disappointed that this was a James Mangold movie. 
I mean, the visuals and some of the, you know, the shots and stuff, I can tell. I mean, they're good, but the movie itself. Uh, I thought there was plenty to enjoy in there. Uh, I just didn't love the whole overall thing, and I didn't really love the resolution. Uh, you know, I I will watch it again. Um, I don't know. I I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it was the best, but um, I'm I'm I would rather have it than not have it, for sure. But I will also, probably watch this about as much as I've watched Crystal Skull. But I've really Crystal Skull's really grown on me. Although I will say that I was a person who liked it from the beginning. Yeah. I was unsure about the whole, you know, interdimensional beings thing, but that even seems, I mean, you know, (laughs) comparing to this one. (laughs) Well, even when you compare it to like the, the arc opening up and there's whatever, all that stuff, it's all whatever. But this one, for some reason, time travel was the thing that made me go, Oh, it's so weird. Well, like I said, I think that, Honestly, subconsciously, that's probably part of that the fact they're using time travel and alternate universe things sure. so much in movies now. It's just mm-hmm. I did hear a theory. It's lazy and, writing. And it did occur to me while I was watching it um that somehow that may have been imagined. He he was shot and maybe passes out. And so whether or not they really go back in time. Then he wakes up and says, "Why did you?" He he was ready to die. Basically, why did you so, save me? The Jr. theory. Oh right, exactly. Yes, yes. Come on, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just me. saying. It's. A, it's I, I don't a... think the movie is is going there, but uh, no. I'm saying you could maybe think of it that way if you wanted to. But no, I, I mean no. I'm not sitting here uh, saying it's the best. In fact, I think it's the worst. But there were things in there that I really liked. There was some stuff in there that it was good. Like so. I said, I, I couldn't stand if we, if, honestly, if we had a whole entire movie of de-aged indie, the way the first 20 minutes was, I'd have been fine with it. If they could have... I and, and, you know, that's another thing. Like, I thought we were going to go back. For some reason, I thought maybe we would be going back to that timeline to when during world war ii but it doesn't happen which and it sets up the movie nicely and again it's my favorite part of the movie but like i for some part some part of me was like are we going to go back and see some new thing that happened that ties in later but no that didn't happen at all so i don't know uh i thought it was fine not great i wouldn't even say good i i don't know i i fine i i it's right in the middle for me. Right in the middle. Yeah. I would not recommend going and seeing this. I would if you like indie. No. Because you'll you'll if you really like indie, you will not like this movie. <laughs> hey, that's a fair uh, opinion to have, I think. But uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you do you want to go through it or do you just we have, have we go have ahead. we done it? Do you want to do it? No, that? I mean okay. it's go ahead. Okay. I mean we said we we're gonna do a spoiler, so I mean Okay, and it looks like this this plot is not super long. So, uh, in 1944, Nazis capture Indiana Jones and Oxford archaeologist ba- Basil Shaw as they attempt to Toby retrieve. Toby Jones, yeah. yes, Toby Jones, who is good. Yeah, um, I really liked his thing when he says, uh, "What kind of man would I be if I?" What, what does he say? What kind of man would I be if I? He has some line. I, yeah. But anyway, I like that part, and I forgot what it was. So I'm listen to me, but everything I'm saying is important. 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they retrieved the lance of L- L- Longinus uh, at a castle. Uh, is it pronounced Longinus? Longinus? I don't think that's that, yeah. I don't know. We'll go with Longinus. At a castle in the French Alps, um, astrophysicist Jürgen Voller informs his superiors that this lance is fake, but he found half of Archimedes' dial, the Antikythera mechanism built by the ancient Syracusan mathematician Archimedes that reveals fissures in time, allowing for possible time travel. Jones escapes onto a train filled with looted antiquities and frees Basil. He obtains the dial piece and the two leap from the train just before Allied forces derail it. All that's cool. Yeah. All that stuff works for me. I like the train. I, I love the thing with uh, the bullet hole in his uniform. Oh, yeah. And he turns around and you see that it went through and everyone's like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was cool. Um, In 1969, an elderly Jones now living in New York City retires from Hunter College. Marion has since left Jones and recently filed for divorce. It is revealed later that their son, Mutt, died in the Vietnam War, leaving Jones depressed, withdrawn, and alienated. Jones's goddaughter, Helena Shaw, unexpectedly visits him. Also an archaeologist, she wishes to to research the dial, but Jones warns how her late father, Basil, nearly went insane attempting to unlock its secrets. Uh, Basil gave Jones the dial to destroy it, which he never did. Why didn't he destroy it? Because he couldn't he didn't want to let it go? Yeah, you think? I guess not. Belongs in a museum. Why wasn't it in a museum then? Maybe for that very re- for the very reason we see later on in the movie. <laughs> that that it that it allows time travel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um as Jones and Helena retrieve the dial half, the dial half. The half of the dial half from, of the dial, yeah. yeah, from the college archives, Voller's henchmen attack them. Um, I liked the henchman. I liked the big tall guy. I liked the guy. I recognized him. What else do I know him from? The the, the, the he guy always who, plays like a henchman. He always plays a douche. Every, yeah, yeah. What do I know him from? Anyway, I, I thought he was good as that role. Um, let's see. He let's see. Voller. They not working for NASA under the alias Doctor Schmidt is assisted by the CIA. During the skirmish, Helena absconds with the dial. Unknown to Jones, Helena smuggles antiquities and intends to auction the dial in the black market. Uh, Voller frames Jones for murdering two colleagues, forcing Jones to escape into a ticker tape parade celebrating the Apollo 11 moon landing, then an anti-war protest and through the New York City subway. That whole little moment was good, too. I even like this stuff. Jones on a horse. Going in the subway, <laughs> him saying like "hold hold my horse, watch my horse," whatever <laughs> yeah. he says to that that person yeah. in the subway, I thought I thought that was all good. But see, that's not the same guy that would sit there and be you know alcoholic in depression. Well, yeah, he's waking that's up. It. He's waking up. There's action happening. You know what I mean? He had a whiskey at lunch or whatever it was. He's good to go. He's all jacked up. He's ready to chase some guys in the street, ride a horse, punch somebody, get framed for murder, go onto a subway. I, I buy all this. I'm I'm good with it so far. Uh, let's see. Um, Jones seeks out his old friend Sala, now a cab driver who helps him flee the country. Cool to see him again. Um, it's I liked that he sang his little song, but it was like 
just more of a Easter egg. Like he's not in the room. You can hear right. him singing down far away, like down away. the hall. Yeah. I like that. Um, but as a cab driver, I mean, I, I agree. Like he maybe should have been given something else. But, Racist much? Uh, I mean, it, it's uh I can't really disagree with you. Like maybe we could have done I mean, something better with Solid. Really? Yeah. yeah. I agree. Solid deserved better than that. Yeah. Well, he's got a bunch of kids and he's real happy. So that's cool. Yeah. But I like that. Yeah. Uh, in, in Tangier, Jones prevents Helena from auctioning the dial. Uh, Voller and his henchmen arrive to steal the artifact. Jones, Helena, and their teen sidekick, Teddy Kumar, join forces and chase them through the streets in a tuk-tuk. That whole chase was fine. It was it was it was Indiana Jones stuff. You know, it was fine. Um, the CIA apprehends Voller after the U.S. government disavows him for going rogue and orders his murder. But his cohorts kill the agents and steal their helicopter. This is where I kind of it's just a little bit too much chase, chase after chase. We just missed them or they're right here and then they right. got the thing and now we got to chase them and they're chasing a um some sometime, but that's like an adventure movie trope that it's not just Indiana Jones. I mean, it seems like all these movies do that. Um, Jones, Helena, and Teddy tra- uh, trail Voller to Greece and team up with Jones's old friend Ronaldo, a professional diver. They dive to an ancient shipwreck in the Aegean Sea and retrieve the Graphicos tablet containing directions to the dial's other half. Uh, Voller arrives soon after and kills Ronaldo and chases Jones's group to S- Sicily. I wish Ronaldo hadn't died. I liked him. I liked the uh, eels bit. Yeah. The, they, snakes so, in the water. Uh, don't call them that. Don't call them snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it was fine. Um, it didn't quite have the effect on me that like all the snakes in the Well of Souls had as a kid right. or like all the bugs in the Temple of yeah. Doom or whatever, or like all the rats and the, it just didn't quite have the, yeah. and it even had like the, the scary music, like, Oh, here's your creepy moment. But like, it didn't really feel it. Didn't, I, I don't know. That we one had didn't more of a me. scary moment in the princess bride with eels than we did with this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, shouldn't have killed Ronaldo. I liked him. I liked the kid being on the boat, like learning things about the boat. And I liked them deciphering the tablet thing and then the the explosion that was all fine I like the way they got out of that inside the cavern jones and helena find archimedes tomb and the dial's second half they also dis- discover archimedes skeleton holding a modern day wristwatch uh Voller captures jones wounding him uh reassembling the dial Voller plans to Time travel back to 1939, assassinate Adolf Hitler, and lead Germany to victory in World War II. Okay, dude. <laughs> um, Voller activates the dial to locate a time fissure and sets a flight path. Good thing there was one right there, conveniently located. Conveniently. Um, Jones is held captive on Voller's plane, while Helena stows away through its landing gear. Teddy follows them in a stolen plane. I liked all the him... You know, being a pilot, one an aspiring pilot, and like kind of knowing what he's doing, and then like the pilot waking up, <laughs> being in there, and then they kind of have to work together. Like I like that stuff. That was all fine. Um, some of this stuff is good. Some of this, some of these parts are okay. Uh, but then this part, uh, the time fissure instead leads to the siege of Syracuse in two twelve BC. The the warring sides shoot down the plane, believing it is a dragon. 
Jones and Helena parachute out just before the plane crashes, killing all aboard. Teddy's plane lands safely. Archimedes finds Voller's body and wristwatch in the wreckage, which immediately he <laughs> steals. Okay. Uh, he gives Jones the dial, but fascinated with the watch, keeps it. Jones and Helena learn that Archimedes created the dial solely to bring users from the future to 212 BC. Oh, I didn't catch that. You didn't catch okay. that? Yeah. No. That's so, why I said just so this, they, this one point in time. It wasn't all over. It was just that one point in time. Okay. So he just wanted to meet a future man, I guess. Okay. As the time fissures begin collapsing, Helena insists on leaving. Jones, who is wounded, wants to remain behind. Feels Feeling that he has nothing... Oh, sorry. Oh, this part. Uh, feeling he has nothing to return to. Fearing Jones will die or could alter history, Helena knocks him unconscious. I did like that she did that because I was like, oh, no, it's going to be another legacy character dying in a dumb way that we didn't need to see. I like that she knocked him out and brought him back to the future. Because girl uh, boss. Because what? I said because girl boss. Uh, and he's I, taking shots from like one of the largest Nazis on the planet. In the movie, he's this man is 70 years old. Give him a break. He's six. Yeah. Uh, a, a guy that could ride a horse like he did earlier is not going to go down from a shot from her. I certainly would. I'll tell you that. Uh, a recovering Jones awakens in his apartment and is reunited with Helena, Teddy, Sala, and Marion. Jones and Marion reconcile. Uh, that's it. The hat shot is fine. I like, you know, it, that's Indiana Jones thing. It's not the best. I don't love this whole ending. But there's stuff in here that's fun. There's stuff in here that's fine. So I'm not here to like totally disagree with you though i didn't love it it's whatever i like i'll i, I want to rewatch the first 20 minutes a lot i like that part quite a bit that's what i said if if you can have a whole movie that that was the entire amount of the what we got in that first 20 minutes uh-huh i would have been fine with it but everything but- after that i i could not stand that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I didn't leave the theater disgusted. Zora had fun, so that was good. But, uh, you know, I, I didn't, uh, I, I don't feel the need to go see it again right now. You know, I do want to watch it again, but give it, let's give it some time. I mean, let's see. When was Crystal Skull out? 2007 or 8? Eh, I might watch this one in 15, 20 years. <laughs> Have you seen Crystal Skull recently? I saw it like part of it. It was on one day that I watched part of it. You know, I'm but. I'm gonna go up to bat for that movie. I mean, I still think it's number four, and it is number four in the rankings. You know, but I'm not one of these that's like there's only three Indiana Jones movies. I think Crystal Skull is fine. There's plenty of good stuff in there too. There's I, three really good Indiana Jones movies. There's only I, I, three really good. Indiana I think there's plenty of good stuff. I, I I would say that Crystal Skull is good as well. As a whole, as but a whole. it is still my least favorite. Oh, oh it was until now. Um, but uh, <laughs> I was no. going to say, I may have to come over and slap you if you said that. <laughs> given the context of the new one and the whole series now, I think we, we can accept Crystal Skull a little bit more. I think people should. 
So I always is, this, have. is this the prequel effects? Where it makes... Where the recent stuff makes the stuff that came makes out... Makes the prequels that... seem better. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to get into a whole Star Wars debate. Um, but no, well, I think we just, are talking about Lucasfilm, so just well, that's true. I think just uh, having more to compare to can maybe highlight some of the strengths of Crystal Skull. It still feels like an indie movie, mostly. It still has some of that magical fun that I've been talking about. It it is a it, it's not so. I don't know. I, I just felt like the new one is a little bit of a bummer in some ways. That I it's didn't a lot want. Of a bummer. I didn't want in my Indiana Jones. I just mean like, you know, oh, it's Mutt died and this happened and he well, got Well, that's what I mean. And... It's the whole thing almost other than yeah. really in the first 20 minutes is, you know. I mean, is it realistic? Making yes. Indiana. But, I mean, the most of it trying to, to make. Be... I mean, the whole movie seemed like it was trying to make Indiana Jones this broken, frail character. Well, in some ways, he's been beaten down by time. And again, he's older. He's uh, been through some shit. It happens to everyone. But I mean, look at look at look at the way they portrayed. Even though some of it, you know, he's kind of a, a odd character, but how they portrayed his dad, Sean Connery would have never been, you know. And this is the same guy that lost his wife, let alone, you know. Hey, it's okay to have feelings, okay? I Calm and down. I'm not saying it's not, <laughs> but I mean to make him such a, you know. In almost emasculated, pathetic character. I didn't there. feel that he was at all that. When, no. when we first got him in the 60s, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. He yelled at those hippies. There's nothing manlier than that. You're talking about. He's a total dad. <laughs> we can yeah. agree to disagree. It's okay. Yeah. No. But uh, yeah, no, overall. See it if you feel like you should see it. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm not going to urge you to go see this one. I, I highly recommend not. I'm especially, somewhere in between. There. Especially if you're if you are a, uh, uh, an avid indie fan and have been on the character for more than just you know the movies. Don't go see this. I would use the same. It's not worth reasoning it. to it say really like it's not you, worth it. If you are a big indie fan, like you should probably see this. There's some cool stuff in there, but not enough to outweigh the the bad. Okay. Honestly, if I and I went into this completely not knowing the majority of the story. Oh, I didn't know anything. I, I I'd mean, seen the trailer. That was it. I seen the trailer and I read a little synopsis and stuff about it, and I went in wanting to like it. I honestly did. Mm-hmm. I was hoping we were going to get, especially with James Mangold. I like him as a director. Mm-hmm. So I just highly disappointed. And the fact that it kills me, the fact that they lied about reshooting the ending because it, it was confirmed by both Harrison Ford later and it was confirmed first by John Williams. You know, and they I kind heard of. Any of this. I, I don't oh, know yeah. That they reshot the ending. Originally, Indy was dying or was going to die. And basically, Phoebe Waller Bridge was going to take the hat. And, you know, no recovering with Marion or anything. I, but I liked him recovering with Marion. Like, that's a good. I know, but at least not, it's an okay place that. to leave. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> they, they had none of that. 
Well, I'm glad they they didn't go that way. Well, because the test screenings were so god awful. Of all the characters you don't want to see die, it's like Indiana Jones cannot die on screen. We cannot have that. Yeah. No. So I mean, that was that. Yeah. I mean, that was the original ending, and they lied about it. They said no. You know, even Mangold, which I'm, I'm sure it's a studio thing that they said you cannot say that we redid this because of all the backlash. Hmm. I haven't but, heard any of that. You know, John Williams said, oh, I had to rescore, you know, for a, a, an additional ending that they shot. And then later on, Harrison Ford kind of, you know, in his half stoned, you know, in an interview. Fully stoned, you I know, hope. You know, if he's doing it right. Depends on what time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's Crystal uh, Dial of uh, Temple. <laughs> you can't even. Well, you know, of, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, it bums me out, but I also did not have the worst time. I don't know. I'll need to revisit it in some time. We'll see. But that's all. That's all I really wanted to say about Indiana Jones. Yeah. Is there anything else you need to say about it? No, I think my my feelings are pretty well known. All right, good, so. good. Let us know what you thought. If you're in the Discord, I would, I really would like to hear what people yeah. thought. You know, if there's anyone out there that really liked it, I, I would like to hear about it. Or if you, you know, if it wasn't for you, tell me why. I want to know. Yep. Uh, join the Discord. There's a link in the description. Um, follow us on social media. You'll find us. We're out there. Yep. Anything else? Uh, hey, I want to do one little thing. Uh, you don't know about it or anything. Uh-oh. I just want to do a shout out to Sean. One of our regular guests in 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 ninety nine comics uh, just uh, put up good thoughts. So awesome, dude! So he is an okay fellow. He is an okay fellow. <laughs> so, but uh, also uh, we got a. I know we kind of talked about it privately. Um, there's a comic book convention coming up in a few weeks in Collinsville. Mm-hmm. Nothing really guessed. Uh, I was going to see if maybe if there was any kind of interest. I mean, not of us being like there, there. But uh, if any of our local people want to, maybe if we can work it out, do like a meetup or something. It's local. The comic book convention is cheap. Yeah. Isn't it like 20 bucks a day or something? It's like No, it's much. like 25 from the weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But okay. they got like I think there's some Power Rangers gonna be there. Um, what was it uh, Dante and uh, Randall from Clerks? Yeah, is gonna be there. Gonna there's be a there. ton of comic book artists, which that's like what I'm more interested in going. But uh, if anybody's maybe has the interest of us, just uh, you know, bunch of people meeting up and they can meet us in real life. Uh, let us know in the join the Discord. Get our email, you know, comment under our our, our uh, video that will be out on YouTube soon. So, and we'll, we'll maybe see, no promises, but no promises. We'll see how it works. None. All right, everybody. It's been fun. Yep. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.